Welcome to the Home Medic, where we help you keep your money in your wallet, your family out of the hospital. McKay Tautu. Hi, Garth. How are you today? Yeah, so I guess you can say I'm under the weather, but I guess we're all always under the weather. <laughs> so um, let's, uh, I, I want to talk about in this segment about all those nasty little six-legged creatures Ugh. that always seem to be in and around the house. Oh, we're going to start itching any moment. Yeah, and I just caught a raccoon outside the house, but he doesn't qualify for this segment. He's a four-legged He's a critter. He's a four-legged. <laughs> and so we're, we're going to add a couple of legs uh, bef- so that we can uh, we can cover that subject. First subject I want to cover would be uh, we got the wasps and yellow jackets, and those are pretty much all the way around the country. Uh, doesn't matter really where you live, uh, you pretty much have those things everywhere. And they can build anywhere. The smallest little place you think you have a teeny tiny wasp nest, and it's a lot of wasps. Oh, yeah. I, um, one of the homes I lived in uh, about 15 years ago when my daughters were little. Uh, We had a little uh, swing set that was out there, and they had built in three different locations just in the pipes of that swing set. Oh. And, you know, I had a little planter. They were in there. And uh, as I got looking around that that yard, um, there was probably eight different locations where you had wasp nests out there oh my goodness and of course my daughters were being stung etc um so i kind of had to go on a bit of a destruction spree of course and what did you do well i went out there with some of that wasp spray Mm -hmm. but of course you know i protected myself a little bit it can be fun as the home inspector i'll often run into maybe a wasp nest maybe i'll open up a um a electrical main box on oh, the exterior. Oh, sure. Uh-huh. And I'll have, uh, you know, anywhere from 12 to 200 wasps that, that suddenly realize. 12 to 200. Yes. <laughs> and they're just looking at me and their wings are up like, I dare you, move towards us one more inch. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so how would, you, well, we had a snow shack um, with, you know, shave ice. So the syrup is extremely, extremely sugary. And so we always had to be careful of wasps. We had some things that we would diffuse, some essential oils we would diffuse, and that was helpful. But how would you keep? How would you get rid of them, or how do you work against having wasps? That is, I, I'm still stuck on the essential oils. How? What did you <laughs> use? If, if people want to know more about that, uh, we have a blend called the repellent blend, and you can diffuse it. And even flies, flies, wasps, they don't, they don't like it, and so it keeps the bugs away. It's really awesome. Nice. But how would you do it if you didn't have that? Okay, if we're, um, and so I go natural a, uh, a totally different way. Um, t- to me, you're eliminating the reason why they want to be there. You're eliminating the basically their food and shelter. Mm-hmm. So the food, in your case, in that snow shack would, <laughs> be, sugar. would be the sugar. And, you know, there's, there's just a basic set of things that you can do. You can maybe use a garbage can that has a, you know, a ceiling lid. We did. We had all that. And, um, you know, if you've got spilled sugar on uh, or sugar water on the pavement, maybe you clean that up a little bit more, those sorts of things. You know, your your $10 fixes. Right, right. And, and then, of course, the $10,000 fix in this case would be to have a hive of bees come after you because they've decided they have taken over this, the snow shack. Well, one day we did show up and there were a lot of bees, and that's the last thing you want, or there were wasps. That was the last thing you want is to have little children coming to get a shave ice and getting stung by a bee. So, Oh, yeah, then you're getting sued. So that is that is definitely yeah. more than a $10,000. You know what else we did, though, is we got that foam. Uh-huh. Sorry, I don't know the official names of all of these Expanding things. foam insulation, is that what you're talking about? Sure, and we went through all the cracks of our snow shack, and we filled those in. And so that, you know, would 
not leave them a place to build their nest, correct? Right, and that to me fits under the category of eliminating food and shelter because if they don't have a front door, that snow shack stops becoming shelter for them. Right, okay, so what else, Where? what other weird places have you seen? Oh, wasps there's there's a few of them. We You can have wasps that actually have, um, uh, they can be underneath porches, they can be underneath steps. Sometimes you'll have gaps in a porch at the step where you'll have maybe that quarter inch crack. Mm -hmm. They can make uh, a home there. I had a buddy where I used to take uh, my computer to him a number of years ago. And um, at his front door, and this, this was in, I'm going to say, July, August, when the wasps are at their maximum. And he would, while I was there at the door, you know, I was swishing away some, some wasps and yellow jackets. And they actually had a hole in his, um, the door frame, the front door frame, oh. where they were going in. And he was fine with that. He thought he was being a naturalist. Okay. So sure. uh, I, I don't want to know how big that hive was, but you know, if you're talking ten thousand wasps, a you know your your guests and your customers are being driven away. You know, there's a risk level, and he was saying basically that if you leave them alone, they'll leave you alone. But there, um, you know, there there's going to be biological materials now in your wall, um, and oh, I wouldn't even thought of that. Right. Yeah, it, it's just not something you want to do. They, they can pick another place to be besides your house. Yes. So, yeah, the, uh, you know, the $10,000 fix, of course, is you get a bunch of wasps that are not happy with somebody, and then somebody's in the hospital. $10 fix is actually less than that. It's to seal that hole up. Um, you've got to it, – it can be very simple with wasps and hornets and yellow jackets because you pretty much just uh, – want to watch them and see where they go and very quickly you can find out where their front door is if it's in your house or in your backyard or where it, wherever it is and then you can take care of those sorts of places okay so the answer is the foam you can diffuse it, expanding oils. foam insulation yeah the mm -hmm. the essential oils which one did you say you used? It's called the repellent blend. Yeah. It's doTERRA. I know nothing about that. You can contact her for that. It's amazing. I talked <laughs> about the swing set. I actually saw a number. You know how you have trampoline sets that are in not, not everybody's backyard, but a lot of people mm -hmm, like to have sure. trampoline sets. And whether those are buried or not, they've got a, a, a thousand holes that can be a front door for wasps. Yes. And so you've uh, got that sort of a scenario. You can imagine having, you know, a few hundred wasps, and all of a sudden a child goes out to jump on the trampoline, and they're now they're bugging and already oh, agitated. Oh, that's horrible. Okay, so Garth, have you seen any type of damage done to a property by wasps and bees? I mean, they're annoying and they're dangerous, but have you seen damage to the property? Direct damage. I have actually seen where a home inspector found a... Um, a house that had it was about a 10 foot diameter nest inside the walls a 10 foot diameter yeah and, and not diameter as in a sphere or a ball it was right. diameter as in a disc in. wow and so they had to go in and do surgery on that house to Absolutely. remove those um because you know at this point you know you you're not safe no. And, and they're finding their way in sometimes, and it just gets ugly. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, for that, they had to do surgery on the house to get it down. Usually, though, it's the, um, it's the safety level. 
I actually uh, had one of my grandchildren uh, not too many years ago, and we went to a public park that didn't really have these holes, but it was a, um, at the time he jumped on one of these little plastic slides, Mm -hmm. and you see them at every little park. Uh, They were underneath, and he jumped on, and that pissed a couple of them off to just fly up and bite him or sting him him. on on the thumb, and then that was the end of playtime for him. Oh, so, um, you know, these are the kinds of things that I would have you be aware of. Uh, it is not okay to just think, you know, leave them alone and you'll be okay because that isn't always true. And the last thing we want to do is create a scenario where our family or guests or whatever are being injured. Well, and it can be serious. When I was a little girl, I was about 10, and we went on a little family hike. And we, were, we all walked over a log, but my mom was carrying a two-year-old and holding the hand of a of a about four-year-old, and he, of course, stepped on the log and jumped off it. So the log rolled, uh-huh. and there was a there was a beehive in there. And I guess they, I mean, I've heard they swarm for the tallest person or the biggest threat, and they all attacked my mom. And so my dad threw the baby at me and told me to run away with the kids. So we ran far away, but my mom got stung so many times, she actually passed out. And uh, luckily, there were some people on horseback riding by and we were able to flag them down and they put my mom on the horse's back and <laughs> I remember do you remember the movie King Kong when the real one oh, the first one yeah and when she was drugged and her neck was going all around she was riding to see King Kong <laughs> <laughs> I remember looking at my mom this is horrible I'm not laughing at it but I was looking at my mom and she's sitting on this horse and her she looked like that lady she just she was unconscious and anyway we got him to the doctor and um she was after that allergic to bees, but she was in bed for a few days because she was actually poisoned. Yeah. So it can be serious. It, it can be serious. There are, um, you know, yellow jackets are about 70% of all the stings in the U.S. And I am one of well, the... Well, they're mean. Oh, yeah, they are. I am one of the um, the many people who are actually quite allergic to, to yellow jackets and wasp oh, stings. Oh, wow. See, and she wasn't prior to, but uh-huh. after such a huge attack, she... Now she is. Now she is. Yeah, I've been told I've got maybe one or two left, and then I'm I'm done. Oh, oh, so, yeah. this is bad. Okay, get out your foamy stuff. <laughs> Call me for essential oils. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> so yeah, I actually uh, I stepped on one barefoot playing frisbee, mm-hmm, which he does every Friday. Which he does, and um, I also made the second mistake of pulling the needle you know, the stinger out of my foot with my fingers. Oh, so did it get in your fingers? Uh, so no, uh, but the, the, the process of, of pulling that needle out, there was the, the sack that was still attached to the, to the, to the stinger, to the stinger. Oh, I have not experienced and so this. I squeezed <gasps> in the process of pulling that stinger out. I squeezed the remaining poison into my foot <laughs> and it, ah. it, it ballooned up like, like a watermelon. Goodness and Lord. I lost at least a week uh, because of that little injury, and I was, in, of course, in pain. And then my wife had to put up with me. And Isn't it crazy? Just such a little tiny thing can cause so much, uh, yeah. what trauma? Yeah. <laughs> so you know, there's two morals of the story: don't play. Uh, you know, don't be careful about being outside barefoot. Uh, and then if <laughs> if you do get stung, uh, scrape that off. 
with a knife or something. So I've never even seen that. You're not injecting more of the poison into your foot. That's interesting. Okay. So prevention is going to be sealing cracks. You've got, uh, you, you want to watch and see where they're going in, seal that, um, keep the cans covered. We talked about that. If there is fallen fruit, um, mm. my dad has a garden. He's got an orchard. And so you, if you've got a thousand fallen peaches or cherries or whatever the case may be, uh, they dig that. You go out there and you're messing with their territory and you're not appreciated. Mm. I can see that. Similarly, uh, you know, weeping willows, they weep. And when they do that, that again is the territory of the wasps and bees. And you out in that territory and you're not welcome. Okay. So you may not want to plant a willow in your backyard close to your home. That would be a good idea, especially if you Plus they're pretty messy, but they are so beautiful. Oh, that's true. I did spend a lot of time climbing in that tree. (laughs) All right. So I'm hearing prevention. And when you see it... When you see one, and if you start to realize, mm, I'm seeing two, I'm seeing three, jump on it, right? Right. Got it. So first aid, um, you know, don't go cutting it. You can use a knife, like I mentioned. Uh, I actually saw, um, have you ever watched Bear Grylls? He's a survivalist. No. And he's one of those shows where he shows you how to survive out in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. And he, in this particular show, he was going after the honey that was in a beehive. Okay. And he's, he's crazy. And he was suited up, everything except for his face. Oh, my goodness. And Why would you not suit up your face? Guess where they stunned him? <laughs> in his mouth, and in his eyes, in his nose. Yeah, and he got his honey, but he paid a huge price for that. I'm. He really could have died. Yeah, and so then as after he got his honey, he, he shows that... Uh, you know, his whole face was swollen. And that's rude to the bees. <laughs> it is. I, if he's just doing it for sport, I don't appreciate that. Okay, anyway. So, so yeah, I mean, he's, he's out there in the middle of nowhere, you know, 50 miles away from the nearest human being, and you've only got cactus for a friend. But well, good. I hope he had no food, so all he had was honey to eat. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of what he did. Okay, all right. I don't and so he got stung, and yeah, that... Um, that was that was bad. That's the closest thing I've ever seen him to having a failed mission where, you know, he basically had to call in the Little ambulance. Little teeny tiny bee. Hmm. And the, the bee got him. Don't of all mess. Things. So there, there's that. And, um, you know, again, if you're if you're messing with uh, with nature, like playing Frisbee barefoot, you know, um, perhaps there's uh, there's some things to learn there about that. Like, don't be stupid. Or if you're playing Frisbee barefoot, bring lavender oil. That's all I have to say. If you are treating uh, an after-the-fact sort of thing, uh, if you're, if you're, you know, and we're not talking about first aid here. We're talking about you already have uh, seen the the problem. You want to take care of it. Uh, what you're going to do is you can use dust. There's a dust that you can use, and you want to do that after dark when the bees are there and they're less active. Okay, where do you where do you get that? Uh, you can get that at uh, you can get that on my website actually, homemedicworld.com, or you can just go to a place like uh, Lowe's or Home Depot or something like that. Okay, and it's self-explanatory how to use it. Yeah. All right. And then um, you, if you do seal while they are in there, like let's say that you know that they're in your swing set. Yeah. You know they're in the front door and you know they're in the trampoline. Okay. If you seal while they're in there. You want to make sure that there is not a secondary way for them to get out. For example, so what if they're in your wall? Yeah, if you seal the front door and they're in your wall, mm-hmm. 
you better hope there's not a plan B where they're going to come down through your wall into your family room because but can that's they where they're going to go. Through your wall? Can they dig through a wall? Um, I'm you know I've I've seen them do it, uh, but generally they're just going to find a pathway that already exists. Okay. Um, they're not they're not very good diggers. Not like mice or, or those. Okay. All okay. right. So, should we make you uh, master your mansion as relates to there wasps? There are no bees, wasps, or anything except for far in the prairie, down far the hill, the down the hill from my mansion. We're <laughs> we're gonna put your mansion far in the prairie then, and uh, we'll make it. Should we make it a log cabin? It could be a log cabin it's on a, a log hill cabin. with a stream that runs through it. On top of a hill with a stream. Well, it's on the hill. Yeah. Hey, this is an imaginary cabin. We'll have it's the not on top of the hill, Garth. Work with me. It's on the side of the hill <laughs> so that you have this amazing balcony you can look over. And then there's a stream down below. With no bees. There are no bees except for out in the meadow. Okay. There's a few. And, and, and those are bees and they're not wasps or yellow they jackets. They're not. I have none of those. And, and they are flying around the, the yellow lilies that are there in your and field. They're helping my flowers to spread. Okay. Be pollinated. Snake. You, McKay, my dear, are now master of your mansion. Thanks, Garth. And that's your mansion. Uh, if you need more information, homemedicworld.com. You go to the B section and uh, wasps and yellow jackets, and uh, you can get more. Another one bites the dust. Get it? <laughs> Use the dust. So finally, and as always, be yourself because only McKay. Did you get it? Be yourself. Oh. <laughs> Okay, let's finish with that. That was too sick to not use. (laughs) 